Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story from Mysterious Froyo887 and asks Am I the a hole for choosing a trip over babysitting my niece? I, 27 female, have been planning a long trip abroad for some time now. I work remote, so it's easy to pick up and go, and this is my first time doing it. I was laid off recently, but since I have a lot of money saved and the trip has already been paid for, I've decided to go for a sabbatical. For months, I've had to convince my parents, grandparents, and siblings that I'm going to safe places, that I have enough money and that they don't need to worry. I finally had them in a good spot. I leave in about two weeks. Recently though, things have changed. I normally end up taking care of my niece, two female for my sister, 32 female, at least once a week. My sister goes to work three days a week and works two days from home. And her husband, 39 male, works from home but has had to stay near his computer at all times since he works in customer service. On the weekends, they enjoy going out to things like hockey games, dinner, etc. I normally take care of my niece during those times. It tends to work out because they will go out on Sunday, so I will have my Friday and Saturday nights. But with this trip, of course, I will not be able to babysit. My sister was joking about this one day, and recently my parents have been asking a lot about my trip and what about my niece. I was confused and asked them to elaborate. Apparently, two years old is an important time in a child's life, and they said that she wouldn't remember me when I got home. They want me to shorten my non-refundable trip and come home earlier so I don't miss out on any milestones. I told them that I couldn't and that was final. Now they have been amping up the guilt. They have also gotten my grandparents involved. The only support I have is my brother, 30 male, who never sees my niece except for special occasions. They're also bringing up my recent layoff and my financial state. I don't want to brag but for a 27-year-old, I have a high enough savings account that I could live for a year and never work. I've been laid off a lot so savings was a priority. I could still travel and do everything I want. I have no loans, no current apartment now and I have all big things paid for. But despite my knowing I am fine, they are starting to scare me and guilt trip me into staying. Tonight it all blew over. My sister called me an a-hole in front of my family since I won't be able to babysit. What is she supposed to do on the weekends? I yelled at her and told her to finally hire a babysitter. My parents were on her side and told me that you should help out more. I yelled at all of them that it was not my responsibility to parent the child. They could live for a few weeks without their free babysitter. I then left. 
My brother texts me later that they are still angry and disagreed with my choice to continue my trip. Am I the a-hole for choosing my trip over my niece? OP makes an edit on the post the same day and says a lot of people have asked I will be gone for just under four months. I'll be traveling around Europe with a short trip to visit a friend in South Korea and coming home. I suppose that will be more than just a few weeks lol but not the point. And lots of people were curious about the, the money scenario and are wondering how much money she has and if her parents have helped her with money before. OP says no. I have over a year's worth of savings. Guess that means I can pay rent and other expenses for a year without work. I've been laid off a lot since the pandemic, about three times. I've bounced back every time, but this required me to save as much as I possibly could. I took my time with saving for years, invested a lot, and now just can simply walk free. My parents don't bail me out. This is the first time I've lived with them since moving when I was 24. I only moved back in, so I wouldn't have to worry about an apartment for the time being. I think my parents are already scared of me traveling alone and wanted another excuse as to why I shouldn't go. I hated the bit in the middle where they tried guilting you saying two years old is an important time in a child's life and that she wouldn't remember you when you got home trying to play on trying to play you there and absolutely not the a-hole to me in this situation you go and enjoy your trip you've been way more than generous to help out while you were around which i think is a really nice thing to do and instead of trying to guilt you to stay around they should be supporting you and saying absolutely go and enjoy yourself get that experience that you want and hope that you really enjoy it and the fact that they continue to still be angry and not see the error of their ways is just mind-blowing for me. And the audacity of your sister to call you an arsehole in front of your family because you won't babysit. What are they supposed to do on the weekends? Hire a babysitter, maybe. And that just really pissed me off, to be quite honest. Everything you've done already, your generosity towards them already is thrown back in your face. But... 8 Ken says, not the a-hole, you didn't birth the child. You simply extended your helping hand towards your sister who had absolutely abused the goodwill of you babysitting. Go low contact and get on the plane. I'm sure there's a few milestones you'll miss, but if your family wants you to see those milestones, maybe they should take pictures, FaceTime you, you know? Don't feel guilty and don't stay. Otherwise, you'll regret not taking your trip. Your sister should be looking after her own kid on the weekend or maybe your parents should be if everyone is so concerned with babysitting. Enjoy your trip. Judgmental T says not the a-hole, not your kid. Sounds like plenty of other people around to babysit so they should do it. Or heaven forbid your sister and husband doesn't go out one weekend. We didn't have family nearby and didn't get much time out when our kids were young and we were fine. They can suck it up for a few weeks. Again, not your kid. I wouldn't even babysit for them again when you get back unless you are paid. You should conveniently find a paid babysitting job for those key weekend evenings when you get back. Have a great trip and enjoy yourself. You didn't make a decision to be a parent and be tied down by other people's choices. Upstairs house says not the a-hole. Go on your trip and enjoy it. You're an auntie, but it doesn't mean you're a free childminder. They had the kid, not you. As for your parents, they can step up and help for a few weekends if it bothers them so much. Also, the child won't forget you. That's full-on manipulation there, acting like they can't call or FaceTime when the child is around. Tamari says, not the a-hole, they're taking advantage of you. I traveled overseas for two years when I was 21 to 22, was perfectly safe, and have traveled extensively since then. I also had to travel when my son was one years old and one and a half years old for a month each time. Broke my heart. First time I came back, it took him a few days before he was 100% comfortable with me again. 
and a day the second time. Your niece will be fine. About time the rest of your family stepped up and or hired a babysitter. I'll be putting limits on your care when you do return. And one final comment from Coco who says not the a-hole. She's salty because she's going to lose her free childcare. Your parents are salty because they're likely going to have to pick up the slack. It's entitlement and possibly some jealousy. Your niece, after all, is not your responsibility. Also, that crap about her forgetting you after being gone is manipulation. You've planned what most people would consider the trip of a lifetime. Take it. Enjoy every minute of it. Have fun. Make memories. And don't you dare let them guilt you into anything less. Safe travels. So then OP updates the post and says, Hey everyone, first off, I want to thank everyone that commented on my last post. It blew up, so I wanted to update really quickly. I wanted to answer a few questions. One, yes, I have a year's worth of savings. This means that I can pay for rent and other expenses for up to one year without a job. Two, I do plan on continuing to look for a new position and take interviews when I can. I hope that I can get a new one because in my state, I am unable to get a new apartment without proof of income at my age. 3. I only moved back in with my parents temporarily. It's been a month. I wanted to save money and not have an apartment. They are also storing all my stuff. They're normally okay parents, but they play favorites. 4. I will not go no contact with my family, but maybe low contact. They are important to me, but I will take your advice to stop babysitting every Sunday for my niece. It's obviously been a bad habit for my sister and brother-in-law. On to the update. Today was my niece's birthday. It was a small get-together of my family and some friends, and it was a really good time. After the party, my sister pulled me aside. She apologized for getting my mum up in arms about the babysitting. She knew I wanted to go on the trip. We hugged, and I accepted her apology. For your information, my mum and I don't really get along. I don't like how she treats people, and her favoritism has always caused some insecurity. Though she has helped me a lot, and I'm grateful to her, will always be the bratty youngest daughter and I've come to accept that. Unfortunately, because of her, I have this people-pleasing behavior that I'm trying to break out of, hence the pure turmoil between choosing my trip over my niece. My mum is very controlling. The only reason I am still in contact is because of my dad. He's my best friend. I would hate to leave him behind. He understands my problems with my mum. He hasn't tried to fix much. She doesn't know how, but he listens and takes my feelings into account. It means the world to me. When my mum heard my sister complain, she decided it was going to be a good way to keep me home. She told the family about how a little girl shouldn't be traveling alone. She mentioned the Natalie Holloway case and that set a lot of people off. She watches a lot of Lifetime and Dateline. It's why everyone started hounding me in the first place. Then she added on my lack of job and my other responsibilities, babysitting so that everyone would agree that I shouldn't go. Now the big update is that I did choose my trip. In fact, I'm planning to extend. Maybe I'll travel more around Southeast Asia or go to Australia since I'll be over there. But I wanted to thank everyone for the advice and good wishes. You all have made me feel so much more confident about this trip. Thanks again. Edits, my parents do babysit once a week as well, just during the weekday since they are retired. And for me, I'm super glad that OP is deciding to go on that trip. They clearly deserve it, but there's parts of me in this that really rubbed me the wrong way about the favoritism and when OP said I will always be the bratty youngest daughter and I've come to accept that so they're around this family thinking this way about themselves it just made me you know a bit sad in the end but what do you guys make of this situation let me know your thoughts down in the comments below let's move on to another story 
Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. And our next story comes from the MIA Hill subreddit from Maleficent Day 4476 and asks... Am I the a-hole for reporting my classmates for joking that I have pretty privilege? Background, I'm female 23, one of only a few female students in a male-dominated course. Furthermore, I am at a highly prestigious university and I haven't really gotten along with the guys on my course. They're all very competitive and I just don't really enjoy their company. Everything turns into a pissing contest and they definitely take me less seriously because I'm a woman. I stopped interacting with them beyond the mere minimum and choose to hang out with other people. Anyway, I did well in our recent exams. I topped two out of four. A professor congratulated me during class. I wouldn't have advertised this myself. Ever since then, my interactions with a specific group of male classmates have gotten weird. They're now outright rude and challenge me aggressively in class discussions. We recently had some presentations and one of them chose to do theirs on, to put it simply, pretty privilege. They specifically pointed to two papers that suggested that pretty female students get overscored in assessments. The other guys in the group snickered and one even gave me a wink. Afterwards, I heard them in the hallway joking that they had experience with that themselves. I've seen a PhD student within our department for a month. He has literally nothing to do with our course. Well, we ran into one of my course mates, A, together. The next day in class, his friend B asked me if my boyfriend helped me with exams. He said this intentionally loudly and in front of the professor who heard this. I replied that I don't have a boyfriend because he's not my boyfriend, but then B pointed out that he had run into me with a PhD student, making a point to say his name. The professor knows him. I just replied that we're only friends. They didn't let up. I heard that they discussed this thing in two more classes, in earshot of the professors. Both times they suggested I got help for my exams. I wasn't even seeing him then. I didn't confront them, but this has been causing me so much anxiety. Even without the exam accusations, I worked hard to get here and I don't want to be known among the faculty for my dating life. I raised this issue with my supervisor without the intention of taking it any further. But I wanted her advice as a woman in academia. She convinced me to let her email their supervisors to remind them of proper conduct and describe their treatment of an unnamed female student. She didn't name me, but they figured it out. They confronted me after class and asked me 
why I would report their silly joke. Apparently, their supervisors are now very cold towards them and less interested in helping. It's not a formal complaint, only their supervisors know, but one of them, C, said his supervisor writes the reports for his financial aid slash scholarship. It was my fault if he lost out on that. I now feel a bit embarrassed and this was compounded by a friend telling me that I took it too far because C shouldn't lose out on the scholarship. I read it. Am I the a-hole? This one's very simply not the a-hole to me because if he loses out on his scholarship because of his own actions, whose fault is that? And this joke in quotes, they kept calling a silly joke. Well, you know, if the joke was that silly, which could potentially lose them their scholarship, maybe they should sit back and think, oh, really? Maybe this joke wasn't that silly. But third tries the charm says not the a-hole. Any retaliation should also be reported. They're angling for some big problems if they keep this up. Greater Amber Jack says not the a-hole. They knew what they were doing because jokers like this have been doing it for years. Undermine your accomplishments, question your abilities, and then act shocked when you stand up for yourself. I'm happy and somewhat surprised that the faculty and administration is treating this as seriously as it deserves. Any old name says, if their pretty privileged joke made you lose out on a scholarship or caused you to be graded extra hard, they wouldn't give a crap. They intentionally and repeatedly made this silly joke out loud in front of the professors. Not the a-hole. Maybe they should have thought about treating you with respect and professionalism before it had to come from a place of authority. Ditto Head Forever says you are not the a-hole and it wasn't a silly joke. It was repeated harassment and constant implications that you are not worthy of your grades and haven't earned your way to where you are. You don't deserve that and it should have been reported. It's a shame that those guys are so insecure and jealous of your accomplishments, but any consequences that before them are well earned. One more comment from Redcore who says not the a-hole. If making a silly joke is enough to lose him his scholarship, then perhaps he should think about whether it's so silly after all. They know they're harassing you. They're expecting to get away with it and, and they are really being dealt with very gently here. In a lot of places, that kind of behavior, especially with it being done in front of staff, would get them suspended from their studies pending an investigation. The guy who might lose a scholarship is trying to guilt trip you into changing your report instead of thinking about what he did and the consequences himself if he can't manage to think what it does to you and your well-being and amending his behavior accordingly so he's indicating that he and his friends don't feel any responsibility for their actions that being the case you should feel no responsibility for the consequences of showing others how they are behaving now i'm going to turn this one to you guys what would you guys do in this situation let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story and our next story comes from a throwaway account from the Am I the A-Hole subreddit and says, Am I the A-Hole for calling my step-cousin a jealous bitch because she said I get everything because of Nepo privilege. Me and my step-cousin, I name her Leah for this post, are in the same field. We work at a company which is co-owned by my boyfriend's dad. To put it simply, Leah's jealous. She thinks I don't deserve to be there and get everything handed to me. I'm a hard worker and got a promotion recently which set her off even more. Both of us had actually been applying to some other jobs as well. She got one of them, so she's going to move out of state soon. I also got an offer but decided to stay here because of the promotion. We had a family potluck over the weekend, and of course a lot of them had heard of my promotion and were congratulating me. Leah was there and seemed fine throughout the night, but at one point my aunt, her stepmom, said something about how proud everyone is of me for being so successful in a traditionally man's field. I just said thanks and told her 
I'd gotten an offer from another place too, but decided to stay and I'm happy I have options on what I want to do. Leah overheard this and came at me saying, it's not about my options, but my Nepo privilege and how she got a new job too, but everyone's kissing up to my ass. I had enough at that point and told her to stop acting like a jealous bitch and focus on herself instead of looking at what others have that she doesn't. She got upset and pretty much stormed off. I did text her later, but she didn't reply. I told my friend this. She knows Leah too. And she said I should apologize to Leah and what I said was wrong. I don't really think so, but am I the a-hole? My friend suggested to post here. But Sada says everyone sucks here. She definitely is jealous of you and you had every right to go off on her like that because of what slash where she said crap. But don't play dumb. You definitely had nepo privilege. It's a hard fact of life. A lot of people, especially those that have it, refuse to believe. That's why networking is a thing. Slowman Shuffle says you're the asshole. You lack self-awareness. You can call yourself a hard worker. It sounds nice, but you can't deny the situation is advantageous to you in a nepo way. Calling someone a bitch of her stating the obvious is definitely an asshole move. Okay, paramedics says you're the a-hole. I don't know if nepo privilege is the right word, but surely the fact that you work at a company co-owned by your boyfriend's father does mean something. I'm not saying you aren't a hardworking employee, but you're definitely very safe at this job for a reason. Anyways, this isn't why you're the a-hole. You're the a-hole because there was no reason for you to call her a bitch. She had a point that everyone was paying a lot of attention to your promotion when she herself was also doing pretty well in her career. I find nothing wrong in how she feels about that. There was no reason for you to lash out at her unhappiness because of the biased treatment she was receiving from everyone. Our opening says, It's obvious that Leah is jealous, but it's impossible to comment if she has grounds to be so. Either way, what she did was in poor taste. Best to move on. Edited, OP has provided more info and says, in quotes, she started working here a couple of years before me. I also applied for that position but didn't get it, which is fine. The one I got is also very good. It's a sister company of where I'm currently working. Then goes on to say, OP, unless you are incredibly brilliant or she is amazingly bad, overlooking a long-standing worker for a promotion is indeed nepotism. You cannot spin this to look good. Best to accept it. Note that you did not get the offer she got. Your offer was from a sister company, which opens up another can of worms about favoritism. One more comment from Sam Spade PI, who says everyone sucks here, but mostly you. Yes, Leah shouldn't have come at you, and she was jealous that everyone was congratulating you on your promotion and ignoring her new job. But one, I too suspect that nepotism had some role in your getting hired at the company in the first place and your promotion. Your boyfriend's father owns the company. Two, you called her a bitch, which was pretty rude. Three, you told her to focus on herself instead of looking at what others have that she doesn't. Since what you have and she doesn't is, apparently, a boyfriend whose daddy owns a business. Not something you should really be bragging about. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Do you think it's nepotism or not? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories, your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me it really does and don't forget at the very end of the video there be a couple of playlists that you can click on and it will automatically scroll through for you thank you so much and hopefully we'll see you in the next one take care much love